Hello, Bubblers, and hello, Nat. Hello, Liz. How are you? I'm good. How are good, you? Good, good. That's a bit of a rainy old Monday yes, here in Sydney. It is. Um, so we love, love the rain. I <laughs> love the rain. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm very happy because I have a new garden. So every day that it's raining, I don't have to go out with my watering can. Well, that's so a good that's thing. Good. The restrictions um, have eased, haven't I they? I think they've that... eased, yes. Yeah, which yes. is good. So it's Thank lovely. God. Lovely. I know. Um, so we had a little bit of a spot in the afternoon. So before we go and make our vegetarian lunches, yes. we, we've got time for a potty. We do. We thought we'd squeeze it in. So I was just saying to Nat, I've, um, I've had a massive reading slump and I think it's just, it's a funny thing, a reading slump because you, it's not through lack of books. I've got them all piled up there and, um, I've just been really tired when I've been going to bed. I and so I just, yeah, you've got to have, and then it becomes a bit of a habit. So I know I'll yes. get back to it, but I've, you know, there's been a lot no going judgment. on. And, like, oh, yeah, honestly, right. I mean, you are one of the most well-read people I know, literally. And <sighs> so the fact that you go through a reading slump is totally normal. I think you've moved house. There's been all this stuff going on. You know, there have been slumps when I haven't read. There are times when I'm voracious, voraciously reading, yes, voracious, yeah, yeah. voraciously reading, ferocious. um, ferociously reading. <laughs> one of those. Pick one. I'm sure you'll like it. Um, and then there are other times where you just need something to watch or listen or yeah, get stimulated sort of, in other ways. So yeah, it's sort of a weird no thing. No judgment. No, no. Well, I'll, get, I'll start to get stressed about my reading total. Please but don't. At the moment, so I've got so I might beat you this year. You might beat me this year. No competition. There's no pressure. <laughs> But I have been listening and watching. So there you are. I've got some stuff to talk about. So, But you kick off with your – because you've been doing a bit of art and about stuff. Yes. So because our last two um, potties and we had that break over the summer, there was a fair bit going on uh, with Sydney Festival and some other stuff. So um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast, but I was part of an artwork. Yes, you did. Yes, yes. did I? Yeah. Okay, so that was the um, the aura. Yeah. All Auras Touched by Kate Mitchell. So that um, was part of the Sydney Festival. And because I was involved in that, I got invited. And oh. I did include you, invite you, but you were away. Yes. <laughs> to the opening night. It oh. was very fabulous. Um, so it was down at Carriage Works. And uh, so there were three exhibitions that we got to see. Um, the first one was All Auras Touched. So I got to see myself up on the wall. Yeah, that's exciting um along with two thousand other people (laughs) where does it go after that is it just just dismantled and i don't know where does all art go is that an an existential question is that what something you need to deal with no possibly keep talking keep talking you keep keep looking at that and i'll do that so we had all laura's touch i don't know where art goes but we can talk about that on an existential um, level another one then there was Radiant Flux, which is by Rebecca Berman, Bauman, rather, and that's actually on until mid-June. That is a beautiful um, – what they've done is uh, she's layered um, a thin veneer of a cellophane type material or something on the windows of Carriage Works. So it casts the most unbelievable different oh. shades of lights and colours. So And it depends on the time of the day, the direction of the sun, where you are in Carriage Works, and it changes all the time. So the oh. lighting is just... Um, yeah, constantly changing. So it's like this immersive interactive art. And the third piece is by Daniel Boyd called Video Works. And so it's four walls in one of their sort of, I guess, auditorium spaces where he has 
this incredible mesmerizing patterns basically just happening. So you could stay in there for like an hour and watch 15 minutes per wall and just sit there and just get in a trance with everything. Um, and it's just beautiful. So that was a really interesting thing. And a lot of those are still on at Carriage Works. So you can go out, make a day of it, go on a Saturday morning, go to the food yeah, the market's um, market's awesome. beautiful and do that. Or if you want to be a little bit more sane because parking is a nightmare, then um, you can go pretty much any other time. Super easy from Redfern Station. Just walk down. Okay. So Carriage yeah, Works well, is really easy. Really, yeah. So really. I would highly recommend that. The other thing I saw at the two big blockbusters uh, for this summer was uh, Cornelia Parker at MCA. And that was quite incredible, actually. Basically because um, it was installations and, you know, for example, one was an exploding shed. So she got somebody, uh, she's a British uh, artist, she got someone from the army to come in and blow up her shed in the backyard. And then she goes and recreates what it is like just as the explosion happens. So she has then pretty much pulled together all the remnants of this blown up shed and into this moment suspended in time. And so is it, is it hanging from wires? Yep, or oh, pretty wow. much. Okay. And there's another one which look, is like um, moon rocks hanging from wires and but beautifully uh, aligned, so you, everything has total symmetry. Um, she has the Magna Carta stitched, hand-stitched, in a tapestry. Okay. Wow. Like, so interesting. And is that on now? Can we still see that, or is that finished? Just, oh, it's because finished. Oh, yes. okay. I'm sorry, I know. And this is the thing, like, you know... We had so much to catch up on. Yeah. So listen to us. Maybe we need to sort of squeeze in a bit more or maybe do a little bit more podcasting when there's a lot going on. Yeah. But um, then the other big one, which also just finished yesterday or the day before, um, was the Japanese Supernatural at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. And uh, that was um, probably not as kid-friendly as the Cornelia Parker one. I took my kids to both. The Japanese Supernatural was magnificent but it was very intricate and detailed and just a lot of the history of Japanese art and a lot of demons and mysterious things going on it was and and so intricate really I get lost in a painting and a drawing and just go wow okay get transcended into another space and time and so there were so many things the other thing was with the Sydney um festival I took the kids to see um airplay which was so interesting. I think it was a little, I loved it, but I think they felt a little old for it. <laughs> so I don't know how that works, but there were a lot of younger kids there. Okay. And what they did is they used air to play with everyday objects. So material, uh, balloons, some very big yeah, balloons, so we're just small kind balloons. Of three or four years out of the we are. sweet Look, spot for that. teenagers, but yeah. mum, my mum and I loved yeah. it. It was so amazing. And the music was really clever and it was only two performers. And then there was a whole flood of Fetty thing and there were bubbles. But it was beautifully done because they had like 20 air blowers and so they sometimes created like a tornado and vortex and it was just visually amazing and the music was so beautifully timed. But my kids were a little bored, but who cares? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram. (laughs) And the the last thing I just want to say was... um, Took the kids to this thing. Um, I don't know if you got down to Darling Harbour over the holidays. No, you didn't because you weren't here. Thanks to the bushfires, you were <laughs> trapped in Victoria. There was a thing called, um, excuse me, I did do Latin for four years, but 
let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. It's called a dodecolis luminarium, which essentially means 12 sides of light. It was a massive maze, huge maze um, that you would go into and all the different elements, each um, panel, and there were maybe a hundred panels creating this maze made out of like a parachute type material that had um, was inflated by air. Thank God, because it was so hot being in the middle of summer, so it was fully air-conned. Um, and, uh, and then the light shone in, and then oh. there were passions. And so you just make and, your way through the yeah, maze. Yeah, and you get a little lost, yeah. and then you find your way. It was so cool. Fantastic. Yeah, did yeah get... they did something like that a few years ago down at near the opera house, and we went in there, and you could just kind of lie and look yes, at the light. Yes, I remember it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's in, very in, much basically like in a that. giant plastic bag. But. Yes, but this was much bigger than that. Yeah, okay. But it was really, really cool. So the Sydney Fest, and that was free as well. So there was some really fun stuff to do with the kids that kind of took them out of their bubble, which I quite like to do, especially in the summer holidays. And we couldn't go to the beach that often and all the rest. Like, you couldn't yeah, be outside yeah. much. It was a bit of a hard holidays in that way. But, yeah, there's just a few... Bits and pieces. Oh, nice. You're very good with your art, Nat. Oh, and we just saw Art Express yeah, on Wednesday night, which unfortunately you couldn't make it to that um, event for International Women's Day, but we popped in to see Art Express. Okay. And it was and so what that's is, still tell, on. Tell and me what Art is Express is. So Art Express is um, all the Year 12 students from last year, from 2019. The best of the best basically gets selected and they have an exhibition at the Art Gallery of New okay. South Wales. Okay, so New year. South Wales New students. New South Wales, yep. HSC. Okay, and they're and pretty mind-blowing kind of talent. You would not talent. think that they are like HSC students. There were a couple that were a bit eh, but the majority were just yeah, right. mind-blowing wow. and a very broad spectrum of um, mediums. So it wasn't just painting or photography. There was sculpture, there was um, multimedia visual TV, I don't know what to call it these days, digital, I guess, maybe digital art. Um, some of it was very intricate. And there was one which was um, pencil, just drawing of hands. It was yeah. mind-blowing. You know, and we we talked about this after Archibald because they have the mm. uh, the kids' version. Yes. And there's obviously little kid drawings, and you think that's a really good picture by a little kid. But then the older kids, you just think, well, that's – Pretty much the same quality as that's right. stuff in the exhibition in exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, and, and it's still on. And it's very um, child appropriate, so it's a good one to take the kids okay. to as well. Yeah. So you run around in the park, go yes. to the gallery, Yes. have a swim at Boy Charlton Pool, yeah. done. Yeah, go for um, a one kilometre radius. And then you could even go to um, Bodhi for some vegan yamcha. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So like yep. it's everybody's happy. So we take that little stepping stone into food. Oh. <laughs> Getting hungry. So we've uh, Nat and I have since game changes. Yes. Um. Well, now, uh, what thirty percent of my household is vegan or vegetarian. Mm. I I'm not I'm not officially, but due to the weight of numbers, we're pretty yes. much eating vegetarian every single night. Yes. So um and Nat, you're vegan in your house or no, vego? We, we, we choose not to label. No yeah. labels. We're, we're not labeling. I'm, I'm still much recovering not to label. from... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, let's just go non-binary when it comes to food. <laughs> um, I choose not to align myself to one path or another. Now, I'm still, as you... If those of you who've been listening to our podcast, I'm still recovering emotionally from all the animals that have died. And so eating meat... And it's, I have eaten meat. It's not that I'm purely vegetarian, but I find it challenging still yep. to do that 
So I've been erring on more vegetarian type food. And I think I shared with you in the last podcast how I tricked my kids in the plant-based bolognese thing. So I made a vegan ramen that I was telling you about um, just before and shared the recipe. And the kids just lapped it up. And they knew it was vegan. Yeah. So it's not like they're anti-veganism. But um, it's quite amazing how much they just love the tofu and the plant-based meats and that kind of stuff. And it's getting quite interesting with how to do it, or we were talking about the gyoza and kale recipe. Yeah, so we'll, really we'll add a couple of the to recipes to the notes. Yes, and because um, I know, I know, there's a lot of families now having to um, uh, try and produce meals to suit s- several different um, <laughs> yeah, food requirements. So I, it's always a little bit challenging. But yeah. if we can, yeah, I'm very happy to share some veggio meals. Yeah. Um, recipes that are working and that are quick. Yes. So I think well, that's we've got, the thing. got like a couple. When you've got work and life and then the kids come in and then you've got half an hour before everyone starts killing each other and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. how are we going to do this? And it's not like most of us are that, you know, uber prepared on Sunday evening cooking ready for the week ahead. And no, I'm not God making knows. lasagnas oh, on a Sunday. No. But I just wanted to <laughs> mention the book you gave me for my I birthday, know. The how Edible Garden. Paul know. West, who used to host the... Um, uh, what? The River, River Cottage, Cottage Australia, yeah, and uh, that's a great book. So I I do have a little tiny veggie garden at the back, which yes. at the moment is mostly herbs. But he, has he been helping you with? He's how been to yeah, he's, he's been helping me, oh, and uh, but he has got some great recipes. There are meat recipes in there. Yes. I haven't got to those yet. I'm very happy to give them a go. <laughs> but um, fantastic, easy recipes that are vegetable based but yeah. can you can whip them up in no time and there's not many um, ingredients so last night we had the turmeric roasted oh, cauliflower with chili and herbs and okay. it's really the flavor base is just curry powder turmeric Yum. and oh, one other herb uh, one of the spice i can't remember but it's just so delicious cumin. because it might is be it cumin? cumin might be cumin, cumin, or cumin? And, okay, cumin. cumin? Is that cumin now? i don't know and uh, whack that in the oven, and it just all kind of caramelizes, and it's so delicious. I'm and so hungry talking about food. So good. So um, yeah. Anyway, so that's a quick recipe shout out because yeah, and it's a book. So that book I bought book. for you because he came and talked at my local community garden because he's part of a group called Grow It Local. Yes, I love Grow It Local. How yeah, good is Grow It fantastic. Local? And linked to Grow It Local was another group called Smart Recycle, I think it is. And we've shared their notes before. I've shared their details on the show notes, but I'll do it again. And they are now doing free pickups of recyclable products like soft plastics um, and a whole range of things. They'll pick it up from your house. It's fantastic. So I'll pop that on now. It's really good. You pay, I think you pay for the bag. So it's well, they Something were doing like some $2 a bag because I think they're subsidised by It's very the cheap, yeah. Fantastic. So the, I'll share that. But I think um, to keep us accountable, Liz, because yes. we're all about accountability. So I don't know if you remember after a couple of glasses of wine on Saturday night when we were talking about uh, a possible upcoming podcast on – because we had the whole conversation about the net zero um, emissions target of how every state – and territory government has now committed to it, even though the federal government hasn't, and the irony of that. And you came up with the brilliant idea of, well, what can we do as individuals to become net zero or zero net emissions? And so looking at, well, what are the biggest offenders in our households or how we eat, drive, live? 
So I thought maybe I won't say the next one because I think it's going to take a little research, but I think in one of the upcoming (laughs) ones, well, I think I have two, um, but I think we, I think, watch this space. I think we should definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. So it's about turning turning back on ourselves, what we kind of are expecting from our government. Absolutely. And it is, it can be a little confronting just doing the audit, but. That I think that's fine. Like you know, I've talked about, it's good mm, to feel uncomfortable mm. and yes. then take some action. Well, yeah, and pick the biggest, you know, things that things off the list first. So um, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's good. Okay, that's we'll an play accountability. That for the next one. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So tell me, tell everybody, because I've been chatting away for ages. What's on your oh my, lovely list that you've yeah, been okay. watching, reading? Well, sorry, oh, not reading. Sorry, didn't mean to offend. Well, watching I did, I did and read listening. that recipe book, so I'm gonna. That yeah. counts. <laughs> That definitely counts. There are words. Um, so listening, potties, I'll start with. Yes. Uh, there's a new one called The 11th, which is on, uh, which is an ABC podcast, but mm-hmm. pick it up on all your whatever mm-hmm. hosting thingies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about the dismissal. And uh, it's in train at the moment. So we've still got, I think they've still got a few more episodes the to release. The dismissal of? Of the Whitlam government. Ah. And it's really interesting so he's got a lot of uh i really like the i really like the podcasts where it is very journalistic and they they find some players from the era to yes. to interview yes. uh and oh, it's really great so i am loving that and there's a you kind of know i mean it's it's a known story i mean i'm possibly from the generation so yes. um um i do i i know about the dismissal mm-hmm. but there's a lot of you know, behind the scenes. Always is. It's uh, politics. It's, yeah, it's great. So, um, and really interesting from the perspective of um, the attitudes of the time, um, the sexism of the time. Oh, um, yeah. So they, so, so, so the, just as an example, the most recent episode was, uh, is about um, uh, one of the people that was appointed was a first, um, She's not a minister. She's a she's an appointment to represent women's interests, and mm-hmm. this was quite a radical idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the appalling sexism that she was subjected to in the press is oh. just like they what, read was that, out. Was that then or still happens now? But it's <laughs> but it was really just extraordinary. Uh, so she was divorced. So that oh, was controversial. Yeah. So this was that's the leading headline. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's just divorcee. Divorcee. She didn't wear a bra. She, you know, like just like this is no. this was, so they Stop. so he finds the original press, um, uh, press clippings and they're reading them out anyway. So they, they but they talk. So it's really in the context of the time and how extraordinary. Oh look, um, we have come a long way, and considering yesterday was International Women's Day, I mean, I think it is worth just pointing out that look. On one hand, yes, there's still a lot that needs to happen, a hundred percent. But there have been a lot of wins, and there have been a lot of success. I mean, in New South Wales alone, we passed the Abortion Act, so that's now legal finally, and so there have been some steps forward. But yeah, still and you really, you change. can really see that. I mean. One of the policies that she asked Whitlam to introduce for the nineteen seventy four election mm. was um child the idea of childcare. It didn't exist. Like it literally did not exist. So unless you could sort of organise your own through grandparents, it, women were expected to be at home yeah. cooking and cleaning and looking after children. So if you didn't weren't able to do that, didn't want to do that, there was just 
that, that very basic mm. requirement was just not so how do you get started how yeah. do you get started if you you can't Don't even do that care. so yeah. um so that to, to even think that that's that's a radical concept and it, so that true. was the new policy for the anyway so that's a really good listen just not from the politics and historical point of view but just mm-hmm. the social the social mm-hmm. history is really interesting good um and I'm i've just started that one G- judith lucy's <gasps> got a new one she's called great. overwhelmed overwhelmed and dying she's not she's dying as how in, i felt she's when i woke up sense, this morning in the sense she's 50 <laughs> and she's gone oh, we haven't got much time left oh my God. <laughs> um and she's She's. I just find her really funny, and she's has this relationship breakup. Breakup, yeah. but it's awful because she's found out that the ex has been taking her money out of her account. <gasps> so it's oh, it's a terrible oh, betrayal, and she's just shattered by the bushfire mm-hmm. catastrophe and the news and Trump and all this thing is just getting to her. So she's it's from that context, but she's very funny and the way she no, does she dark, so dark humour. So I've just started listening to that and um, I had to run my kids around and ask kind of as soon as the second they left the car, oh, play. Good. <laughs> so excellent. It's a sign of a good podcast. So they're my two potty recommendations and then I've got a bit of viewing, but I'll go over to you to do a bit of your... Um, Which one? What, have you, have you been potting, pottying? Um, no, actually, well. I okay. haven't been pottying. I've been watching films and TV, actually. That's probably been my, my big one. Um, but what I might slide in before we go on to those is um, I saw, also part of Sydney Festival, I forgot to mention, um, beautiful music, which is one of my favourite artists, which is, um, and excuse my pronunciation because he is Italian, uh, Ludovico Inaudi. I think I may have played a few. It sounds, it's beautiful. A lot of it's piano and it's very emotive and ethereal. And um, he was in, uh, he had a piece of his music, I think I was telling you about, in one of our very first podcasts, I went to see a ballet and it was a triple bill and he was one of the, the music um, that, that they used. But it was such a magic night and the music, I left like I was floating away and if you get a chance just on spotify or whatever have a listen it's calming it's beautiful um the only one that he's done which is quite um intense but i love it it's very um um different uh talking about out of the bubble is this uh album called taranta and it's all different um there's african there's middle eastern there's indian there's all sorts of different influences from different com- countries and he then pulls it all together and then he even has a bit of like a heavy rock theme in one of them and then another one is more like a, a light ethereal thing. Like it's just, and it plays with you. Brilliant um, composer, beautiful music. And the other, probably my most favourite thing I've done in the last two yeah. months, most unbelievable experience I think I've had that really took me out of my bubble was there was a dance performance and you were still away otherwise I would have taken you um with um Hofesh Schechter so he's an Israeli choreographer and then what I didn't realize he also um uh what's the word when you write music composes music oh okay so he composed the music and did the choreography to this piece as modern dance or modern not dance. ballet just no dance. modern dance is and he in it? No. no. He's, yep. But it was, was a bit tired probably after. one of the most 
unbelievable things I've ever seen. And he comes out regularly, so you'll oh, okay. or relatively yeah, regularly. He's based in London, and his company's the Hoffer Schechter Dance Company. And it, it was just incredible. I mean, there was some Jewish themes and Holocaust, but it was more about racism and xenophobia and inclusion and exclusion. Um, some of the music got a little Yiddish um, um, at times with that kind of klezmeresque, but it kind of, and but then parts of it was this very music you and I like, very deep house techno <laughs> and uh, a bit Derek May and uh, <laughs> felt just taken back to that moment. Um, and it was just uh, everyone left just almost with mouths like, Ah, oh, really? Was wow. incredible. Okay. So that was highlight, absolute highlight. So oh, there you go. Where do you find this stuff now? Oh, I don't know, Liz. <laughs> Get it out of my bubble. <laughs> Get it out of my bubble. So what have you been watching? Okay, so I went to the movies. Yes, I saw quite a few movies too. What did you see? Oh, well, so I went and saw Emma. Now, I, <gasps> I love the movies. Yes, and there I is seen the that Randwick Ritz is so close love to me. That. Great and, cinema. Uh, great cinema. Um, but uh, for some reason, I how it's just there. Why it's so near yet so far. But I saw Emma. <laughs> it's too close in the bubble. And it's too close in the bubble. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, it's very sweet. So yeah, yeah. yeah, in front of me was um, this very young couple. She, the the girl looked like she possibly was studying first year English literature at Sydney Uni and had brought along her boyfriend. That's who just very specific. He just did she have a set of pearls? I just like, or how I like well, I just like thinking up stories about people I know nothing about. But he, was, Sarah? he looked tortured by being t- oh, <laughs> taken no. to Emma and was just like thrashing What's around. His name Edmund? Oh, he just wanted to be anywhere but Emma. Yeah, she looked happy. That is so, but it dedication. was it was a yeah, it was, it's an excellent adaptation, but it's really just for the Jane Austen. Yeah. <laughs> but you saw Little Women like me too, I saw you? Little Women, That yeah. was great. I did. I, I really liked it, but I didn't like it as much as the old Winona Ryder version. Really? Because yeah. well, not only that, I went back to 19... 19- oh, like Catherine Hepburn. I watched it with Whoa. my kids, whereas I wrote it down which ones we watched. Uh, hang on. That was on my previous page. Da, da, da. We went back and watched like the old ones. Like I think one was thirty eight, and then one was in forty something. Yeah, it's been quite a few. Yeah, no, I, I did. Anyway, but I did love it, but I, I thought the lorry was a bit of a miscast. Mm, yeah, you think? Yeah. Well, I went with my mum and my daughter, and I thought it was such a beautiful a thing. Movie. I did include it's my son, but story. he just really didn't like that boy. Didn't want to be there. <laughs> I tell you, I also saw, um, so we'll start highbrow and then go low. Yeah, okay. Um, Where we we always end up? (laughs) Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Ah. Unbelievable. Really? Very slow. French. Incredible. Um, It'll be, I'm sure, um, out on Netflix or something soon. But essentially it's uh, a love story between two women and how it all unravels. But it's very slow. It's artistic. It's beautiful. Okay. You feel you feel like your the movie is like a uh, moving art. Okay, French they okay. do it well. very highbrow. Yeah, they very do very highbrow. Well. Yeah, and at times you're like what, and then you kind of have to think about it. And I like that. So that was beautiful. Now, funny story. Um, went to see the truth with my mum, which is the Catherine Deneuve, Ethan Hawke, and Juliette Binoche um. film. Went sat down in the cinema at the Chauvel. Film started wasn't the truth it was parasite we sat in the wrong cinema so we went we'll stay anyway it's meant to be quite good this was all before it won all the awards i think 
we walked out feeling like someone had hit us over the head with a frying pan. It was so intense. Have you seen it? No. It is so full on. It's a brilliantly made movie. I mean, it won all the Academy Awards and Oscars and whatever, but um, it was just a very full on movie and very dark. And the whole concept is that this, the very poor family become parasites to this very rich family and take them over. There's a lot of oh. violence towards the end and everybody's lives are destroyed oh, without giving anything God. away. And you kind of see it coming and it's like, you, it's like a really bad accident that you know is coming, but you, there's nothing you can do about it. And you watch it and you want to watch it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I still I'll, recommend I'll wait it. For the yeah. TV version so yeah. I can escape more easily. It is still worth watching. It's very uncomfortable, but okay. it's very good. <laughs> okay. um, then moving to less highbrow to I would say middle line was bombshell so that's yeah. part of the me too in movement in foxtel I okay, mean fox, re- fox news rather ales the ales um so downfall was that the Murdoch press one so I, What's well name? yeah I think yeah. it is and okay. so um Margaret, Margaret yeah so mm-hmm. Margot Robbie's in it Nicole Kidman and Charlize Theron very good movie and really does expose just the incredible nuances of sexual harassment when it's so condoned in the culture and the expectations of what it is to get ahead or be accepted and particularly for being women and these kinds of cultures and there was the report from the federal sex discrimination commissioner kate jenkins released their report on friday about the state of the nation in australia it's pretty bad right it's really not good. So that movie really just lifts the lid on Joss Fox News and the Murdoch whole News Corp thing. But it's, uh, yeah, it's still a good movie to sort of see from the perspective of getting an understanding of what a really toxic culture can work, culture can look like and how um, so under the radar it can go. Yeah. And people just very easily look the other way. It happens all the time. Yeah, so that's really the theme of... We spoke about the Ronan... Ronan Yes, Pharaoh. Pharaoh book um, last time, and that's that's really interesting as well, where you kind of think, how did it go on so long? But when you really dive down into it and look at the culture and how you can see easily, say, why would you put your head above the parapet and be the... Well, exactly. You know, be ready to be shot down. So you've got to have... You've just got to have the weight of numbers. Well, that's exactly it. The trauma that they... Oh, yeah, look at our time. Well, Well, I'm going to do one more um, mention of my list. Yes. Um, The rest I can talk about next time, which was the fire documentary, (gasps) which um, is so good. So I know know I'm a bit late to the party. So this is F-Y-R-E. And um, it's really good viewing. It's not difficult to watch. No. Other than in the sense that you're just thinking... It's cringy. Yeah, there are parts of it where just... I kind of go, "Come on, wake up!" Don't yeah, you know? so just tell everyone just... who doesn't know. Because... So yeah, so Fire was a music festival that was going to take place on a beautiful Bahamas, island in the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah, it's an American dude who had another startup that, I mean, quite frankly, they're all just. You think what? Why would you invest in that? It sounds like air to me, selling yeah. air. But um, they yeah they get a bunch of models to start or they invite them out to the island have this big party and a big photography shoot and they they have some really talented people involved who make it look amazing so it's normal advertising at this point and very important influences in the model and and online really world who, 
who put on their social media the orange tag that shows everyone yeah. who's going and, so, and it's like going to be party most, of the decade. And like most products, they're doing a lot of promoting and then they'll create it. The unfortunate bit is they never created it and then there was a whole lot of fraud going on in the background. So he was trying to get investors and inflating figures on the books. and. But even to the last minute when they've got those really flimsy tents with the blow up with the mattresses in them and it, they were all meant to be in these decadent you know whatever's and then the storm comes through and then ruins everything and then the next morning people are arriving and you're thinking how is this going to work and then it all just just falls all falls apart. apart so you follow the train crash so it's basically everyone is being invited to total luxury but what they turn up to is a caravan park with basically nothing the tents are full of water so <laughs> no entertainment. No electricity, no so, entertainment, you know, no and, food. And, you know, that's not um, ruining it because you know it's all going to go to pot. But anyway, so that's a really – that's just a fun – that's fun to watch. That, that was <laughs> – For some reason, that's really fun to watch. It sure was. So, um, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's my recommendation. So Okay, well, I'm going to leave my final sort of lowbrow was Star Wars that I saw. So I'm a Star Wars. big Star Wars fan. Okay, now everybody knows <laughs> – I'm coming out. I love Star Wars. I've watched all of them many, many times. And uh, my son and I went. Uh, I don't know if my daughter came with. I don't, she's not such a fan. She doesn't mind her, but my son and I went and we just uh, agreed. It was just – actually, no, she did come. That's right. We all agreed it was fantastic. And I know it got panned. Really? You really liked it? We oh. loved it. We thought it was a brilliant way to wrap really? it up. Because it's okay. the last one. Okay. It's the final one. There's no more. It's the 250th film. I'm joking. <laughs> it feels like that. But it was. I was so happy. And really? Okay. That's so Ewoks interesting. were right. back in there and Jabba the Hutt made Gosh. a showing and everybody they, came back for a reprise. Prop, prop cupboard and yep, put everyone, everyone back in their costumes. It was wonderful. Ewoks and I actually look forward to watching it again. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> I have, yeah. Look, I was there at the first one, 1976, <laughs> but I don't think I've, I think I've lost interest. Oh, he didn't make it I fizzled. Through. I fizzled. Oh, well. Yep. 40 years That's later. That's okay. <laughs> I will still love you, Liz. All right, I now, still we'll, Liz, I think me. we need to go down and have our um, we vegan plant-based But lunch. just as a reminder to all of our bubblers, a few things. Firstly, everything that we mentioned today will be on our show notes, which can be found at our website, www.outofthebubble.com.au. You can also please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast and leave a rating and some comments. We would love to hear about that. I know if they're good. We don't want bad comments. Really? No, we don't. Okay. Yeah. So please only leave nice comments. Um, Also, we're on Facebook and Instagram, so come follow us. We do share sort of some in-between things. We'll do a bit of a behind-the-scenes photo today. Yes, Yes, I kind of dressed accordingly. I was in my gym gear and then I went, no, I'll quickly change Um, how to work from home day. And then um, the other thing that's really important is we want to increase our following. So please share this with just one friend. Just one. Just one. Or if you feel like being really nice on social media, just share it with everyone. <laughs> just as <laughs> a thought. Or, one or, or just your entire Facebook tribe um, or Insta tribe. But either way, look, we're loving doing this yeah. and we hope that you are too. If you have any suggestions, just ping us. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And um, can't wait to chat with you again in a couple of more weeks. Hopefully about books. Um, 
I have a few here, so okay. don't worry, Liz. I'll carry you if you're still in your slump. <laughs> okay, Take care, everybody. see you next time. I'll see you soon. Oh, no, we're having that problem again where I have to log in. Oh, no, my code didn't work. Sorry, bubblers. Oh, geez, we might need to cut this one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>